What's up, everybody? Welcome to our Bible study. Uh, we're going to be looking at the book of Matthew. Today, we're going to be looking at Matthew 3. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, uh, you can find our stuff at Video Game Gospel on Twitch, YouTube, and uh, you can join our Discord and talk to us if you'd like. The mission of John the Baptist is what we're starting with. In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's interesting because a lot of you know, people will say that you're not like, where's the Bible say you have to repent? Yeah. Well, it's like, that's, that's like something that people say for some reason, even though like all over the Bible is filled with repent. And here's another example where, you know, like John, John the Baptist was to prepare a way for Jesus, right? Like he was, and to prepare that way was to get people to what? Repent. That was like, that's like the first stage of getting saved is recognizing that you have sinned and repenting. Which is not just saying sorry. It's um, like a full turn away from your sin, right? So I just thought that's interesting that, it, that this is clearly from the very beginning to prepare the way for Christ to to make His ministry effective is to get people to repent. They get them to realize what they're doing is wrong and it, and it's sinful, like you said, mm -hmm. not just apologize yeah. but actually realize that they are sinners and they need a mm -hmm. savior because if not, they need a savior because yeah. without that savior well the place they're going because is not the place they want to be at <laughs> something called the american gospel right um you know what that is right i think i do i think we talked so about it the other day there's yeah there's a video we got to watch together but it's called american gospel christ crucified it's a really good documentary on youtube and i recommend it to anyone listening um essentially what it is is that the american gospel is uh pray this prayer and believe in jesus christ and his love for you and you will be saved it leaves out the entire portion of repentance essentially wow and so people have a false salvation many people because they're like oh yeah how do you get to heaven oh you just do good things and you just it's like they they don't know the gospel at all and that's the american gospel it's like this false uh watered down version of the gospel that isn't what the bible actually teaches and it's a disservice to many cultural Christians when they receive this. And so the answer is you got to get the real gospel. Yeah, absolutely. And we have that. We have that in our discord. We have that in our ministry. We give the real gospel, which is to repent and to trust alone in Jesus Christ. Yes. All right. Let's move on with uh, chapters, chapter, verse three. Chapter. This is a whole chapter. Yeah, this is well with the whole chapter. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet. How do you spell? How do you pronounce that name? Isaiah? Isaiah? As I think it's Isaiah. Isaiah. But yeah, I, right. I, it's spelled weird in the King James Bible. Yeah, Isaiah yeah. saying the Isaiah, voice yeah. of one crying in the wilderness: Prepare ye the way of the Lord; make his paths straight. Yeah. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leathern girdle about his loins. So that when it says the same, it means, you know, it's like, okay, John. Yeah. John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leathern girdle about his loins and his meat was locust and wild honey. So this dude lived in the wilderness, yeah. <laughs> wore the skin of a camel. It was like, where? You know, like he was definitely yeah, he like, kind of looked like a, probably looked like a, I don't know, some sort crazy of wild, guy. He, he crazy probably wild did. man. He yeah. looked like a wild man for sure. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what are you eating? I'm eating locust and honey. You know? <laughs> hey, insects and honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's definitely, he's definitely a character, you know? Um, yeah. And it's clear that he wasn't really concerned so much about like our worldly life, but instead he was concerned about spreading the gospel and preparing people for the gospel of Jesus yeah. Christ. And he certainly didn't care what people thought of him because that wasn't yeah. important to him at all because he knew what yeah. really mattered. And that, and he, he knew what really mattered wasn't him. What mattered yeah. was the message that he, he was conveying about the the coming of the of the Savior. Yeah, and that's really important too because like in our day and age, you know, it's it's prophecy of Timothy. Men will be lovers of themselves. We yeah. see on TikTok, we see everywhere, we see on Twitch and YouTube. It's like, you know, hey, I'm standing for God, but also look at me, please, and pay attention to me. It's like, no, you know, it's one of the things that's really different about our ministry is it's not about us. Yeah, exactly. In any sense, like anyone can replace us. If they yes. if they can carry the weight that we carry, then by all means, if, if we die or something happens to us, please replace us and keep going. Yeah. Because it's about Christ, 100% about Christ. And this is what it was like for John. It was, it was, it was all about 
preparing the way for his lord. That's also one of the main reasons why we we had the camera on the actual on the Bible word. and not you the, or something. Yeah, yeah. We had the camera on yeah. the actual word, King James Version, Holy Bible. This is a really high quality Bible that Chris got me, and I'm very grateful to him for that. High quality. It's very know. nice. It's it's like <laughs> oh, oh, soft and yeah, stuff. It is. It's very. I yeah. really I love this Bible. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, that that's yeah. the reason that we have the focus. The camera is on the book, on the word, and yeah. not either of us because we really don't yeah. matter at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about Christ, basically. It yeah, it's like you know, if I, if I make a comment on TikTok, and people are like, "I don't like that," you know, stop talking yeah. with Jesus or something, and I'm like, "Well, you may not like me, but remember, it's not about me. Exactly. <laughs> it's about Christ. Yeah, it's, it's all about the about message. Christ. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's about the gospel of Christ. It's about the message you know, that he, Christ that is not a religion. No, he's, he's not. He's not. He's not something that that it's just like, oh, we believe in a religion. Let me pray to my weird God who's a statue. It's like no. Jesus Christ is alive. And yeah. so we're just telling you about him. And so it's exactly. like it's like it's like when we say it's about Christ, it's not about a religion, it's about an actual person. Yes. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. All right. Then went out to him Jerusalem. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, okay, so. <laughs> then went out to him Jerusalem. That's still John we're talking about here. And all Judea yeah. and all the region round about Jordan. And were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. And like when it says this, it means like the people of. Yeah, like that's it just doesn't yeah. say that, but that's what it means. That's exactly like what like I was about to clarify. Then went out to him, the people of Jerusalem yeah, exactly. and all of Judea. But it just doesn't say that the people of, you know. But that's what yeah. it means. Yeah. But when he, stop it, stop it. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said unto them. O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Or it's like it's a question. So like, who have who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? So there's so much exposition in this. It's for me at least. It's like so John recognizes just like Jesus did that the Jews of this age were of the Church of Satan. Yeah, meaning they were a hundred percent of the world. They served themselves and they did not serve God. That's why they did not recognize God because their God was themselves. And that's why he called them vipers, just like Jesus did. He called them brood of vipers. Yeah. Um, when he said, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? He's like, you serve the devil. So who would have warned you about what's going to happen to you soon? Yeah. Why are you here to escape your punishment for, for loving the world rather than loving God? Is basically what he's saying. I mean, that's how I, I interpret this part here. He's like, who hath warned you of the wrath to come? It's kind of like, let's say you're like my predestined arch enemy, right? And mm -hmm. then you show up to get saved or something. And I'm like, yeah. who warned you about what's about to happen in five or five years that you don't know about yet? Yeah, that's kind of what he's you saying. This? You know, he's like, boy, like he knows things. You know? <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. Right, well, he did. I mean, but in in the, he in does. the well, he's still alive. He's in heaven. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But I mean, in, yeah. in the context of the story, he <laughs> knew this, exactly yeah. at this point. Yeah, exactly. sure. he's still alive because he's in heaven. Yeah. But yeah, in the context, yeah. one of the things that I want to I want to emphasize real quick, Chris, because I've heard other people talk about this, is it's it's really uh it's not a slight insult to call them vipers when they say generation or brood of vipers because yeah. vipers actually when they're born they're actually born inside the their mother's like womb or inside their mother's body and they actually burst out of their mother when they're born and actually kill their mother in the process so i didn't know that i thought no, they were yeah, born as I eggs I actually heard someone saying that, that they, they're born inside the mother's body and they actually kind of chew their way out of the mother, killing her in the process. I, know, I, wow. I mean, I haven't really looked into whether or not it's true, but I could have believed that it is. It would make yeah. sense that they would call them vipers, not just as a reference to snakes. Yeah. And maybe like the, the snake of the Garden of Eden that, that Satan used to uh, seduce Eve and Adam to eat from the, um, the fruit of the tree of knowledge and life and death. But... Yeah. Uh, also because you know vipers are not the way that they're born it's like dang that's not good <laughs> yeah yeah i mean they're vipers and who else was a snake right yeah exactly so it might have a, like a dual meaning in that i think it has multiple meanings like yeah, one thing i yeah. know about the, the the bible is it often has multiple meanings to every every verse every verse that has substance which is pretty much every verse um has multiple meanings and that there's multiple truths that you can pull out of it because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and life. And also says in John 
one one that Jesus was uh, in the beginning and uh, Jesus was the Word and the Word was with God, right? Yeah. So, so He is the Word, He is the truth, and it makes sense that you know because Jesus is infinite, so is the Word in a sense. It, multiple things can be pulled out of it. Yeah, that are all true, right? Exactly. Certain yeah, things people pull out of the Bible is not true. <laughs> it's the Word of God, uh, so it's all true. <laughs> it's called it's called an exegesis. I think is what it's called. Is when you uh, pull out you know, the correct meaning or the, yeah. the most plausible meaning of something based on context and, you know, uh, cultural mm. at the time, what that meant and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I've heard that expression before. Exegesis, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Exegesis. Yeah. Yeah. Bring forth, therefore, fruits meet for repentance. And think not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you, that God is able of these stones to raise raise up children onto Abraham. Hmm. Yeah, and that must have been a great insult to them because yeah. they worshipped Abraham in some sense, you know, and um, still do in some sense. And to say, like, look, like, if you think you're special because you descended from Abraham... God could have raised up from these stones children yeah, exactly. of Abraham because Doesn't make the you real special in any way. Abrahamic blessing <laughs> as Kenneth Copeland puts it <laughs> yeah. um, the real Abrahamic blessing is not uh, wealth but it's Jesus like, it that's the entire story begins and ends with Jesus right mm-hmm. so it's like when he's saying like look you want to be a child of Abraham believe in Christ and through, through Christ you become a child of Abraham yeah. you know because it's all about gathering up your riches in heaven and not because on the earth. Being a child of Abraham is not being of the bloodline of Abraham. No. But the inheritance of Abraham, which is the blessing, which isn't material. Mm-hmm. It is the fact that when you die, you don't go to hell yeah. and you get to be with God. Exactly. Where that is the true blessing. Like anything. That is the true blessing. Like the preachers that go there and they teach that there's so much good to be gained from it's like speak, you know, Abrahamic blessing over life and get money and all this stuff. All that stuff is a cheap trick. It is. All that stuff is like you get all the money, you get all the ladies, you get all the whatever, whatever you want. Like you get all your sinful desires and lusts. You get it all. And guess what? It means nothing. Yeah. So there's, there's there's a book called the Song of Solomon in the Bible. that talks about this where he's like, yeah, I, I got it all. I, I had it all. I did all the drugs. I did everything. And there's nothing pleasurable under the sun. There's yes. nothing worth anything under the sun. That's so what he's saying. It's the only thing that's worthwhile is God. And yeah. it's true. When you realize that, you stop chasing these things that aren't going to fulfill you. And I think that's why, you know, you were doing Twitch at one point. You stopped doing because you realize yeah. there's no fulfillment. Mm-hmm. There's no fulfillment in anything else unless it's a passionate, creative endeavor for you where it's like you really enjoy. Like if you really like making like, you know, wooden statues or something with like <laughs> whittling them. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that if you enjoy it. Yeah. But <clears throat> if you're doing it for like some sort of worldly gain, it's like, look, <laughs> You're going to end up being depressed because exactly. you're never going to get anywhere with it. You know, and even if you do, it's not going to fulfill you. It's not going to fulfill you. Only Christ I mean, can fulfill you. I can personally attest to that, Chris, because I, I lived that life doing all those worldly things and I didn't get any happier from it. Quite the contrary. Yeah. It made me depressed. It made me feel like I have yeah. no purpose in my life. Like, where am I going? What am yeah. I doing? Then I found Christ. You know, there's there's somebody in our now Discord I have purpose. that we knew jointly through our endeavors, through Twitch and whatever else, that was always drinking all the time. Yeah, I remember that. And it remind what you're saying reminds me of of that. Yeah, that this person is seeking life in nothing but death. Yeah, and the only way to have life and to have it everlasting is through Christ Jesus. Yes. That's that's the truth. That's the good news. That's the gospel. You yes, know? it is. So that's where true happiness is found in is in Christ. I've never been happier since yeah. I. Uh, and by the way, that's while under more persecution. <laughs> yeah, it so is under. Under more hate and persecution from other people, uh, are we found even more happy? It's like Stephen, right? Like Stephen yeah. was, uh, we read in, I think, it, uh, Acts? Yeah, Acts. Yeah, it was Acts. Because we're right now doing yeah. a Bible study in Acts. Yeah. And uh, like me and Simon. And and Stephen is getting stoned and he's just praising the Lord. It's like, And that that's something that Paul witnessed. And that's something that changed Paul's. Like at the time, it probably made him angry. Who's like, oh, why aren't you? Why aren't you like sad that you're stupid and dumb and you don't know that yeah. you're not following? Real he didn't God. understand. I think 
he probably couldn't reconcile why he was so no. happy and why he says, I see Jesus sitting on uh, sitting in heaven. Like why, why he looked up and he saw Jesus. Like he yeah. probably thought he was crazy or probably applied some sort of like explanation as to why he did that. But it wasn't until God got a hold of him that Paul realized the truth of it. And that moment where Stephen was stoned to death for his belief was so powerful for God's purpose. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, did God let him be stoned? Yeah, but God gave him eternal life. Do you understand that <laughs> being stoned to death or being beheaded, like many Christians will be in the end times and everything, it's nothing in comparison to what God's about to give you once your head goes. Exactly. You know, it's like, yeah. you, by the way, it's just, this is just your one body. And this is the body that sucks, right? It the Bible does. says we get new heavens and a new earth with new bodies where things won't suck and your body won't suck. So it's like, yeah, you definitely uh, shouldn't be holding on to this and be looking to the heavens because that's where love is and that's where joy is. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. Don't seek to save your life because you will, you, you will surely lose surely it. Surely lose it. Yeah. yeah. Those words of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Which we will read actually in Matthew 24, 25. 25? 21. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> at some point. Yeah, we'll get there at some point. And now also the axe is laid onto the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Yeah. He's talking about the change of the, the stagnation that God allowed Israel to fall into, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that Jesus is coming and it's changing everything for you guys. And if you guys aren't producing fruit, Shunk. You know, you're going to yeah. the fire, basically. You're gone. Bye. Yeah, you're gone. Forget them, they're gone. <laughs> yeah, forget them, they're gone. <laughs> it's, it kind of feels like an analogy, this one, you know, with the hewing down the fruit. Like, Oh, it that, is absolutely an analogy. Yeah, th- yeah, those that don't produce fruit in the... Yeah. In, 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 I mean, in from my perspective, I would say the fruits of the Holy Spirit, because after being saved, yeah. the fruits that I can see that are growing or that I produce, so to speak, or you produce, or anyone who's saved produces, for that matter... That if yeah. you don't produce those fruits, well, that means you're not saved. So you're not, you're not. If you don't bring uh, value to the kingdom of God, which is essentially is how I see this. If you don't bring value, well, then you're going to be cast into the fire because you know you don't want the Lord or you don't want. Well, God. it's important and, to remember that the value that you bring is not by you, though. No, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a very not, important distinction yeah. to make for any listeners is. The value that you bring and the fruits that you bring to the gospel are not works that you perform by no. your own power. When you perform works, it's through Christ Jesus. Yeah. So it's like, like everything we're doing right now is a work. Yeah. It's 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 a work onto God, but it's because we love Him and because yeah. it's coming from our innermost being. It's not something that we're doing because oh, I gotta do a Bible. Study. No, it's not something we do you know? out of like we have to. It's compulsion. Not, it's, not like it's not compulsion. It's passion. No. Yeah. It's and passion. so that those are the when, when you're when you're compulsing. Some preachers will teach that oh, if you don't have any works, you're going to hell or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, the works, the works that you have. If you have to force them out, you probably don't have a real salvation. Yeah. The works should come out of you. The only work that you should be doing is getting yourself in the Bible. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like the only thing that you should be doing to sort of like pushing yourself forward is getting yourself in the Bible. Yeah. Vanessa says, "Hi, sorry for being late. I was shopping for dinner, and I couldn't listen from my phone because my charger broke, and we can't find a place that sells that sort of charger." That's okay. No worries. Glad you're no, here. Yeah, that's fine, Vanessa. I mean, I just we just appreciate you're here. You know, because it means you get to hear the the word of God, and that's really what matters. So whether you come yeah. here like in the beginning or like five Late, minutes before earlier, or, yeah, yeah. I mean you can always watch the beginning of the of the session on YouTube or, or on, on Twitch because it'll say or listen yeah, to the podcast. Yeah. All of our content is like yeah. pushed out to pretty much everywhere yeah. possible, so it's available to people, yeah, whomever and however they want. Again, it's not about us, nope, but it is about spreading the kingdom, reading the Bible, getting everyone to hear it if they so wish, it's and maybe giving them some the insights. Word. That they didn't have before mm. and blessing them encouraging them equipping them in their faith yes that's something that i do i'm a teacher so i, yes, you are. I equip and encourage <laughs> very good people. at it <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> i guess that's what i'm called to do right so yeah i would say it okay is. so <laughs> okay so and that's not i indeed baptize you with water unto repentance but yeah. he that cometh after me is mightier than i whose shoes i'm not worthy to bear he shall baptize you with the holy ghost and with fire. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that reference to fire is um, like uh, the Pentecostals would be like, oh, the fire of God. No, the fire is actually in reference to the refining fire. Mm. So purges from you yeah. evil. 
and um, it's kind of like when you you refine gold, you do it through fire. Yeah, fire you heat purifies. It up and, yeah, you, fire yeah. purifies. It's, yeah. it's like a cleanser or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like if you want to cleanse a piece of metal, put it in fire, and that'll kill pretty much everything on it, right? So, I mean, I don't know if there's any bacteria that can live through fire, so... I don't think there's anything that can do that. <laughs> Whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he'll burn up the chaff with the unquenchable fire. That's yeah. hell, by the way. Yeah, it is. That's hell. Fire. In case anybody has yeah. any doubts, that's hell so that he's talking about. Really what this is talking about is it's talking about, look, there's a change coming, and you must repent and believe in Jesus Christ, or you're choosing to go to hell. Not because some people we've said this many times yeah. before. We'll go over it again. Some people say, oh, "I don't want to believe in God because I, why would I believe in God? It sends me to hell if I don't believe Him." No, that's not why He's sending you to hell. You've sinned. You've sinned. You've broken God's law. You've lied. You've stolen. You've done all these things. You know what you're doing is wrong. I bet you, if you think really hard right now, you can think about something that you're doing that's wrong. That is why God is sending you to hell. Because to our standards, we go up. If you watch a recent video. Uh, we interviewed someone who espoused that same idea, and it's a very common thing to espouse. It is. Where people go, uh, I don't really think that's a bad... It's like, it doesn't matter what you think. It matters what God thinks. Mm -hmm. And to us, we think lying thieves are good people. We think uh, when we lie and when we steal things that it still makes us a good person. God, Jesus said, why do you call me good? There's no, And Jesus was good in the essence of like man's standard. Yeah. He was perfect. He never sinned. But he still said, why do you call me good? There's none good but God. Exactly. And so so when God judges us, he judges us by the perfect moral standard. And we'll all, we're all going to fail, and we're all going to get hell. The wages of <laughs> sin is death. So yeah. so the answer is, Jesus Christ is not something to make your life better. It's to, it's to save you mm. from hell. He is your savior, not the guy who makes your life better. He's not your personal wizard. He's not there to grant your wishes. You know, He's there to save you. And change you from the inside out. So. Yeah, he's not some sort of a. A lot of people have this misconception also about Jesus, and it's it's all about love. Jesus loves you, and it's a love, and spread the love. It's like listen, nothing man. but love. It's like definitely it is, Jesus has love for not, you, one hundred percent. But it's that's and not he loves it's, you very much. But it's not all love. Yeah, that's not you know like yeah, there's also wrath. About. Yes, there's, there's also righteousness. Wrath. I mean, like think about think about it this way: if we have a judge, and he's a loving judge. If I raped and murdered three women, right? Mm -hmm. And I go to that judge and the judge is, is like, you know what? You're a good person. You do good things. Yeah, you, yeah, you gave to charity go. or you helped the yeah, homeless guy yeah, down the street. You, you know what? I'm going to let you go. You did okay. Yeah, I'm going to let you like, go. Yeah. It's like, are you kidding Deep me? down, you're Nobody a good person. Out, it was a mistake. Out, yeah, it was just a mistake three times in a row. Um, <laughs> it's like, no. you know how the outrage of humanity would be against that judge? Yeah, that would be that's, not a, that's not a loving judge. No, it's that's not. That's a wicked judge. Yeah, that's is. an evil person. It who is. would allow evil to take place and do nothing about it. And that's that's actually what the atheists will say. They'll say, well, I don't want to believe in God who does nothing about evil. He does do something about evil. It's just not in this life. And sometimes it is in this life. <laughs> sometimes he does do things in this life and he does intervene in our, our our world. But oftentimes when you die, the 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 guys are in the cartel and all these other things who do horrible stuff and mafia and all this, they answer to God. Yeah. Nobody escapes God. Nobody escapes the judgment. So it's like, why do you need a savior? Because you're going to be judged. You need to get out. And the only yeah. way to get out is to trust alone in Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ paid your fine. That's yeah, as simple as that. It's as simple as that. It's a beautiful thing. It's a free gift. It is. We're in chapter 13. Verse 13, yeah. 21 minus uh, 8. Wait, is that right? <laughs> I was going to say 7, but that's not right. Yeah, it's 8. Okay. Yeah, it's 8. 21 minus 8. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. Yeah. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? You know, like, he's like, I need you, he's man. Like, yeah, I like, need why? you. I need you to baptize me and, and, <laughs> and then ensure Jesus that is like, I am saved and I receive the yeah. Holy Ghost. So what are you doing coming to me, asking me to baptize you? What's going on here? <laughs> And Jesus is like, I got you, man. Yeah, don't worry, like, I got you, man. And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it be, suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. Yeah. So it's like it's something like, that right. must pass. He's like, I know. I yeah. know you need me. 
but this is something that must come to this, pass. This has to happen. Yeah. And he's like, it's, oh, uh, okay, I guess. It's in, the, it's in the prophecies, I think. I'm not so gonna, it's like, it has to happen. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to not listen to you. It's like, you're Jesus. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to baptize you. Yeah. You know? I mean, the Lord says, so I do. And, and Jesus, Jesus, when he was baptized, no, me, only me. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you want to read it? <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straight away out of the water and lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And though a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. That was awesome. Is that a, I'm just visualizing it right now, right? Like Jesus coming yeah. out of the water as he's baptizing him. Yeah. And the moment that he comes the out of the water, like, it's like, ah. and then you guys got yeah. this beam of light that just shines directly, like yeah. a spotlight and directly a on Jesus. And a white dove just coming, coming yeah. down and sitting on his shoulder like. And you hear a voice. Yeah. Uh, um, this is my beloved son <laughs> in who I am well pleased. Yeah, and you're like, oi! Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, that's exactly how I'm seeing that. That's so beautiful. I mean, I would fall on my face. I'd be like, yeah. I love God. It's like, oh, praise <laughs> the Lord forever and ever, yeah. forever and ever. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do chapter four, and we'll call it at five. I think we can get through that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Okay. The temptation of Jesus. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And yeah. when he had, and fast- by the way, a lot of Christians are like, eh, "The devil's tempting me." It's like more mm. than likely the devil himself is not tempting you. Yeah, there is eight billion people on the planet. He doesn't tempt every single person. It's like that's impossible. He's one person in one place at one time. Yeah, he's not only demons can tempt us and like stuff God. like that. But the, the the teaching is like, yeah, you're being tempted. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes yeah. you, and and actually probably ninety percent of the time, it's your own wicked heart. That's temp- tempting you. Like when we see things like Mad Max, right? Yeah. Um, Mad Max is like this apocalyptic world where everyone's just horrible, right? Because there's no food, no water. Yeah, most of those people suck. Yeah, they suck. That's not a fantasy. That's what happens when the law disappears. It because is. Because the heart of man is nothing but wicked. Yeah. Men will be wicked. There are some people that are generally will, will try and do what we consider as good. But equally so there are people that are just as wicked and that is what that heart of man really looks like that's what it really is and so when 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 jesus was going through this it was the devil himself tempting him so this is the master tempter this is pretty much all of us would fail without christ in us living in us Mm -hmm. the devil tempting us we would fail because he's such a good liar right He's the master liar. He's, He's the, the best liar that ever has existed. Yeah. And then, like we have people that are like psychopaths that can lie like amazingly well. Like it always amazes me how well some people can yeah. lie. And imagine how have good they seen... are. I mean, if you look at how good they are, then imagine how good the devil is. <laughs> yeah. Like the people that are uh, like caught and they're in criminal psychology or whatever. And you like watch their footage footages in, in while they're in the uh, holding cell or something. Holding whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how do you lie so well? It's like, well, the devil their father is a much, much better liar. Yeah. And Jesus completely defeated him, which is what we'll read here. Okay, so. Okay, so. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered, meaning he was hungry. He was like, I'm hungry. Yeah. I haven't been eating yeah. anything for 40 days. <laughs> 40, 40 days. It's <laughs> yeah. like, dude, yeah. that's a long time to go without food. That's, that's uh, a really long time. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was Jesus, though, so I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he, we, yeah, of course, he was. I mean, if you or me were, I mean, I don't know if a, if a regular human being could do I'd that. I'd last like like two weeks. And then yeah, like, I, I would so not be hungry. able to do that, man. I mean, I'd, I'd go yeah. two days and I'm like, oh, I got to eat something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I really had to, I, did, I really, and I didn't have any food and or yeah, very little just, food. I just wouldn't eat. Yeah. Wouldn't have a like, choice, but if I could choose to eat, I'd be like, could. yeah, exactly. And yeah. when the tempter came to him, being the devil, he said, if thou be the son of God, command these stones be made bread. So he's like, hey, if you really are the son of God, why don't you just tell these stones to be to become food so you can eat it? But he answered right, but and by said... by doing so, he would be obeying Satan. He would, yeah. He would be giving into the temptation, which is what this entire section here yeah. is about. It's not so much that God, uh, Jesus commanding, because he actually does that later on. Yeah, he does. Um, where he turns, the, he multiplies the bread and the yeah. fish. You know, so it's not that that was a sin. It was that he would be obeying the devil and giving exactly. temptation. Yeah, that's exactly. Which is a sin, by the way. Believe it or not, when you give into temptation, 
If it's a temptation, it's a sin. It is. Because often, uh, well, I would say always temptation is something that is against yeah. the will of God. You know, it leads you to do something that God doesn't want for you to do. Yeah. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Yeah. Then the devil take him, took him up to the holy city and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in uh, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Again, it's like, hey, just uh, why don't you just jump off this ledge here? You know, just jump you off are, a bridge. You know? you, yeah, <laughs> why don't you just jump off a bridge? I mean, if you are the Son yeah. of God, as you claim to be. Well, you won't hit the ground because, you know, the angels are just going to save you before you splatter on the the ground, right? So, come on, just Mm -hmm. a a quick jump, right? This would have been giving into temptation as well, right? Yes, that would be the exact same thing. And Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. So, we can learn a lot from how Jesus dealt with Satan. When Jesus was being tempted... He didn't rely on his own power and his own strength, even though he was perfectly capable of doing so. He relied on, well, he kind of did when he realized that Jesus is the word, right? You know, but but what I'm saying as a man, he didn't rely on his manly self. He relied on his holy self, which was the word. Yeah. And so it's the same thing that we do when we're facing temptation. We don't go, well, no, Satan, because (laughs) pickles, we we just go to the word. What does the word have to say? It's like, I, I, you know, I have not been given the spirit of fear. I've been given spirit of love and power and all these things that we can quote from the scripture when the devil comes to attack us and attack our minds and attack our whatever. Cause he's like, I don't like what you're doing. I'm gonna try to attack you. It's like, what did Jesus do? Follow. If you're a Christian, it means Christ follower. So follow Christ, follow his example. Yeah. Very good. Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. <laughs> it's again, it's a temptation. It's like, hey man, listen, if you just worship me and... Uh, you know, call me your Lord, then I'll give you all of these things. Wouldn't that be this grand? It's hilarious for me because Jesus already owned all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's why that, that's why the, the, this attempt from the devil, it's so pathetic. And it's yeah. it shows you how meager he is, how, how small yeah. and insignificant he is. Because like, look, man, I created yeah. all of this. You're saying if I worship you, you will give me the things that I created? Are you serious? He really? Was, he's <laughs> like, I can do this. Yeah, I can just and like... it's over. Exactly. I can just so stand on like, snap and you're done. Yeah. Then so saith Jesus. Le- oh, sorry. Oh, no, I skipped ahead. Oi. <laughs> then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou, thou serve. So you have to understand one important thing to understand about Jesus is Jesus was 100% God. Mm, he was. But he was also 100%, like the Bible says, obedient to being a man. Mm. He was obedient to being and staying in the frame of a man. And that means the frame of a man's capabilities of mind, a man's perceptions, etc., etc., etc. But God is infinite. But Jesus, who is God, was obedient to being a man. So in all these things... He had to resist the devil from the place of a man. Because if he did anything as God, right, as his full self, yeah, it would have voided the sacrifice that he did for us. If at any yeah. point, that's why Jesus always said, I do nothing of myself but of the Father. Yeah. Right? Because at any point, if he if he be, if he steps out of that obedience, then he's no longer a man and he is no longer to able to carry our sins and carry the the, the because Jesus became man so that man's sin could be imparted upon a man and that yeah, man could exactly. then die for all of our sin it's really it was really important that's why the genetics and everything is really important when it comes to um jesus descending from david and etc etc like that's like 
something we can go into later, but essentially it's really important that he was fully man. Yeah, because okay. the whole because the whole thing is about the whole the whole sacrificial aspect of it is in the old yeah. testament when they sacrifice their like like the, the best like lamb or the best goat or whatever they had, the best livestock. Yeah, spotless they had. lamb. Yeah, yeah, the spotless lamb. When they sacrificed the spotless lamb to God, it was to transfer yeah. their, their sin onto that lamb so that they wouldn't to mask have, their sin essentially. Mask their sin by the blood that. of that lamb. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. that's why Jesus had to act act as a sacrifice. He was the ultimate lamb. He was the ultimate spotless lamb. So all yeah. sin would then be transferred onto him from those yeah. that would trust in him and repent of those sins. Yeah. Which I feel like is, is important to clarify that. Also, it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing to think about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered ministered unto him. And the him there, I know King James does this a lot. That's not the devil they're ministering to. Obviously, it's Jesus. Yeah, exactly. But the, King James says that a lot where yeah. the, like our grammar today like needs to specify the way that this was translated. They didn't need to specify because I guess everyone just kind of knew, but it's important to point it out nonetheless. Yeah. The devil's like, oh, I'm going to leave now. I suck. <laughs> oh, I couldn't do it. I suck. I couldn't tempt him. I suck. <laughs> That's what the Bible says. Resist the devil and he shall flee from you. Yes, he's supposed to resist him. Yeah. You're not supposed to fight him. You're not supposed to whatever. You just no, resist him. He's resist like, him. hey, you should uh, you should eat that pancake. No. It's like, no, no, no. no. Bible says this. No. Yeah, exactly. No. And he's like, you I'll, should do that. No. I will live Bible off the word this. of God, buddy. No. Take your pancake and get out of my yeah, face. Yeah, you should do this. No. The Bible says this. Ah, fine. I hate you. I'm leaving. Okay. I'll come back Great. later then. Bye. See you later. Yeah, bye. Yeah. I will, hopefully, I won't see you later. <laughs> hopefully, I, I won't to. see you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, we is... get to mock him in the end times, as the Bible yeah. says, right? Yeah. Is that the saints will mock him. So she'll be in chains. We'll be like, ha ah, you, you're stinky. Yeah. You suck. You know? You stinky. <laughs> you, you suck. You stinky stinker. <laughs> stinky stinker. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's move uh, on. All right. yeah. Now, when Jesus had heard that John was cast into prison, he departed into Galilee. Hmm. Yeah, but we'll get to that. I think it's coming later, possibly why John was cast into prison. But the short, the short version of it is that he went to a king and said, "Hey, man, you did some things that are sinful and against the will of God, and you shouldn't have done that." And one thing led to another, and then John was in prison. I think this is this is possibly. I could be wrong. This uh, the the time at which this takes place because I do, I do know that John the Baptist was imprisoned multiple times. So this might not mm-hmm. be the that time where he when it led to his. It honestly doesn't really even matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting. And leaving mm-hmm. Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum. 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 Capernaum, which is a Capernaum. Capernaum, which is upon the sea coast in the borders of Zabulon and Nephilim. Zabulon and Neph. Nephilim. It's probably Nephilim or Nephilim. Nephilim. Because I know the Nephilim is a name for the giants. Yeah. So it's probably Nephilim. We should do a teaching on that. Because we we believe that the Nephilim were the, what do you call them? Neanderthals. So, like, we know that the Neanderthals lived at the same time as we lived, normal humans lived, because we have skulls and stuff. Yeah. Um, We believe that the Neanderthals were descendants of giants. Yeah, and that's why they were stronger and everything else, bigger. Exactly. Um, more, more, more brute. But none of them survived the flood. Why? Because they weren't God's creation. Because they sucked. They were a uh, malignant creation yes. created through spiritual wickedness. Yeah, and they, like you which said, is they were... something that the Bible says might happen in the end days. Yeah, is such in the days of Noah, so will be coming on some man that could be referenced to how corrupt they were back then, or it could be referenced to how people had joined themselves with with demons and therefore created things like Nephilim. Yeah. So we don't really know, or it could be both. So more than likely it's going to be bad <laughs> and it is yeah. getting pretty bad right now. Anyways. Right. It is. It, yeah, I it mean, is. I'm surprised we have the freedom to even do this on YouTube and Twitch right now. There will become a time where this will be illegal. Yeah. Um, and it'll and, just be suppressed. So, the moment we, so we we're put trying a video to or something, as many people removed. as possible before Christianity is illegal. Yeah. I mean, you see it yourself, Chris, illegal. in your country that, Pastors, yeah. and Christians. How have many been churches persecuted? have been burned in my know, like country? Thirty something, if not more. I don't know. Last time I checked, it was fourteen, but it's maybe it's maybe it's as high as thirty now. I mean, it's I it's mean, people are just. It's and the prime minister bit, doesn't care. The prime minister was even quoted dude, saying once per, that pastors that have been arrested for keeping their churches. Pastors are being arrested 
because you know people can have Muslim mosques, people can go to uh, in, go to approved restaurants and all these other things. They can do certain things, but you can't go to church. Yeah. Hmm. Why is that? The persecution of the church is taking place in Canada, and people yeah. don't even realize it is. But it's been taking place in other places of the world for many, many a generation. I mean, China. World, in China, it's really bad. In China, you get killed for being a Christian. Yeah, you do. Um, but you know, um, and it's only Christians, by the way. Yeah, that doesn't it's happen only Christians. To. But it is actually in China. It's happening to other people too. They they yeah. don't want to just suppress Christians. They want to suppress any belief. It's that they just don't any control. any belief set that yeah, if they don't worship like the the government or whoever's in charge, like uh, what whatever their names are, you know, it's like no, no, you have to worship some some dude who's in charge or whatever. It's pretty they, awful. Yeah, but remember that awful. Jesus is going to come back. Yeah, and it's going to kick the butt out of all these dingles that think that they're in control. They're going to find out really quick when he comes in the heavens and you see him coming in the clouds of glory. Their mistake, and they will pay. Everyone yeah. will pay, and yes. they will they'll face their their torment in hell lest they repent. And sometimes when people become so wicked, God gives them into a strong delusion. The Bible says yeah. so that they may not see the truth. That exactly. He doesn't want them to be saved in their wickedness but they exactly. want him wants them to pay it is his will that none should perish but that's not the same thing as saying that that no one will perish because he doesn't want it it's just saying that it, he doesn't want he wants the you know uh evil leaders to not be that way and there be saved but sometimes they become so evil he gives them into their own deception yeah. and allows them to meet the worst fate possible as they so deserve you yeah, know, one they, of the, they, the biggest factors when we look at, so oftentimes pastors will they'll compare David and Paul. Like, Paul killed people. And they'll say, you know, David killed a guy. And that's true. He did. That David had somebody killed. He didn't, we don't know if he killed, like, no, no, but he definitely somebody. were responsible he, for somebody's death. He, he was death. responsible yeah. for someone's death and took yeah. his wife. Yeah. That's Sheba. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's what horrible. he did. But <laughs> in his heart, he always wanted righteousness. It was the same yeah. thing with Paul. Paul thought that he was serving God by persecuting Christians uh, when he was called Saul of Tarsus, right? Yeah. And it wasn't until he realized when Jesus said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He realized how deep his mistake was. Yeah. And then became one of the greatest apostles that ever lived. Yeah. He took um, that same, um, what, do you, what did you call it? Like focus or? Passion. Yeah. The passion, passion. that he had, that he applied yeah. before he... Uh, became saved and before he realized what he was doing was not actually uh, serving God but that same passion he took it and then he applied it to the actual servitude of the Lord <laughs> once he realized his mistake yeah so like you said he was always passionate he just mm -hmm. unfortunately misplaced that passion in the beginning and then Jesus was like yeah. listen I'm actually God and you know you should like not yeah. do that anymore <laughs> yeah you should stop persecuting me stop persecuting um, me yeah the, the stop number it. one the number one thing that is the precursor to salvation is a desire to do right and mm. humility. Yeah. And people that desire to do right and have humility are those who almost always are going to be saved because yeah. Christ is going to come along and save them. They're, they're like uh, plants worthy to be harvested. But there are some who love wickedness, love darkness, and um, hate the light. And there are some that go so far into that that God kind of just gives them to Satan, you know, yeah. um, they go too far. And those are men who are just like, yeah, I killed 98 women and I loved it. It's like, remember that guy that we watched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That? I remember that guy. It's yeah. like, it's like, wow. Like, yeah, pretty much God is giving you your own deception through so that you will, yeah. you're probably going to Tartarus. You're probably going to the someone like that is beyond salvation. Like I mean, you're, you're going to the worst part of hell where the demons yeah. go. Like you're going, you're going to the worst part, like where Hitler went. Like that's, yeah. You're you're going to the worst part, my friend, because uh, there are there are, the Bible does describe hell in three different ways. There's three different words that we use for hell, and each of them have been described as different parts of hell. Yeah, you know they're all hell, but they're different levels. It's like one, two, three. It's like third is like the worst, the hottest, the, the most torturous, and one is like bad, 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 but it's still not as bad as three. Yeah, it's bad, <laughs> you know? but it's not nearly the, as bad as three. Each level you go down is worse. Yeah, right, and then the worst is just complete unimaginable torment for eternity by the yeah, way and it's for this eternity that's the, that's the thing why are we here to talking about jesus to... yeah is it because we want to get you into discord is because we want your money it's like no, no because you when you die 106 people die every minute yeah 
106 people across the world are going to die every minute. We've been doing this for how long? 45 an hour? Yeah, I think so. In that time, times that by 106, that's how many people have died since we started doing this. Yeah. We are doing this because we're trying to save you from hell. We don't want you to go to hell. So please consider it. Mm. We don't want you to go there. We want you to go with us to the better place. It's like right now, everyone that's listening that's not saved, you're walking towards a cliff, right? And there's there's like barbs and like crocodiles. And, and when you die down there, you don't stop dying. You just get tortured forever. We're trying to save you from that horrible fate. And we're like, look, this one small narrow path here to the left is the path to salvation. It's the path to Jesus Christ. And if you get on it, you won't fall off that cliff. And you have to make the choice to go either go, no, no, and then fall off the cliff and go to hell. <laughs> or to say, you know what? I'm going to walk down that path. I don't want to go to hell. That's why we're here. Yes. Okay, so 14, 21. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Is- prophet Isaiah. Isaiah, the prophet saying, the land of Zabulon and the land of uh, Nephilim. 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 <laughs> Nef- I'll just Nef- say it. Zabulon and Nephilim. Nephilim. By the Nef- way of... Nef... Nef- you're doing the F and Nef- the T. Nephilim. Nephilim. Yeah, you're, you're going yeah. Nephilim. Yeah. Nephilim. <laughs> yeah. Nephilim. 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 Abrahamic blessing. Yeah. By the way of the sea, beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. We should probably read this yeah. entire section here. Yeah. Which one? I like oh, the, the follow. Yeah, because it's, it's like a whole contextless thing, I think. The right. people which the people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region and shadow of death, light is sprung up. From that time Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But the Bible doesn't say repent. It does. It actually, <laughs> it actually does right here. Yeah, right. it does right there. It's right there. Right, right, right there. there. It says, there you go. Jesus began to preach and to say, repent. <laughs> if I can make like a line, like, boop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little arrow. I was, uh, I, one of the things I do in my Bible as I read is I outline the verses once I've read them. Yeah. So whenever I'm going through my Bible, I know which verses I read and like yeah. what I, I remember what I did. It helps me remember stuff. I normally outline the one, the ones that really stick with me. If that's like a verse that or like yeah. a section that really sticks with me, like it, yeah. it really everyone has something like their in own me. like Bible I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna outline this because I need yeah cause, yeah because when I look at it again, if I read that section again, I'm like why did I oh yeah that's why I highlighted that specific section yeah. there. It's a really good thing to do when you read your Bible. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon, Oy! called oh. Peter. So your name was Peter back then. Just kidding. Apparently, uh, yeah. And, and Andrew, his brother. Uh, Andrew's my middle name, by the way. Yeah. Oi! Oi! It's amazing. Look, look at that. That's amazing. It's your you middle name is Peter, is it? <laughs> no. No, it's not. Yeah. Actually, no. No, no, that's not true. No. I was no, about to say true. something that. No, no, no because I, I thought about something my mom told me when I was a kid, but that's that was a different name. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, stop it. Get some help. Um, okay. <laughs> so casting a net into the sea. So Simon and Peter, no, no, Simon and Andrew, his brother, were casting uh, a net into the sea. And he saith unto them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. So this is this 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 deserves some contemplation, to be honest. It does, yeah. Um like, okay. You and me are fishing. We're fishermen. We're like, we like yeah, that's, fishing. That's our profession. That's, that's what we do to support yeah. ourselves and our families yeah. if we have it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're like, ah, fishing, we fishing. And then some dude's like, hey. We're like, huh? Follow we me. Shore. He's like, <laughs> follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Okay. Yeah. It's either they were like, okay, or they wanted to be fishers of men or that there's something else going on here. Yeah. Like maybe they wanted to be leaders, but they couldn't. Or maybe um, there was something in the way Jesus spoke and the way that he commanded words and the spirits. Like when someone, different people speak, they have different abilities to capture us. Yeah. Uh, and they have different gifts and they have different authorities in the way they speak. And Jesus spoke, it's Bible says, in so much authority that people are often astonished. Yeah. It's like, how do you speak with so much authority? It's like, because he's God. You know, yeah, when I mean, he, he spoke, it was different than every other man. You know, 
You remember when he was like 12 and he was like preaching in in one of the one yeah. of their synagogues. Um, yeah. I, I can't remember which part of the Bible, but I know that there's a story where he's like 12 years old or something, and his parents were like looking for him. They're like, where is he? And he was just sitting in the synagogue preaching to people and like teaching them stuff. And they were like, yeah. how does a 12 year old? How does this kid know all this? Where does all this wisdom and knowledge come from? How is this even possible? Yeah. Exactly. But, I, but I, I'm definitely on on the side of him speaking with so much authority that these yeah. two fishers, uh, fishermen, he was like, follow me. And they're like, okay, this guy sounds like he knows what he's doing. Like, you know? Wait a minute. This guy said something that changed my mind. I don't know. Yeah. It was something definitely. Yeah. There's a lot more going on here than I Absolutely. think is just observing through the text. Yeah. And going it, on from then, see, let's go, go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying it's, it's the same thing when he... When the, when the uh, when uh, Judas betrays him and the soldiers come to to get Jesus, and yeah. they say which one of you is is Jesus of Nazareth, and he's like, I am I he. he, and then oi, and all like, the soldiers oi, fall on their butts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they get up and like, all right, let's still kill and him. Like, okay, let's still kill him. Yeah, he just he just spoke, and we all just <laughs> fell to the ground. Clearly, he has but some powers that is yeah. beyond human. Let's kill him anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's so, so amazing me. because you read that read that in John, like all throughout John. If you guys ever read John which is one we'll eventually get to. Um, if you read John, you'll see many times where Jesus does something that the Jews recognize. This is undoubtedly like a heavenly thing that we yeah, can't explain. But yeah. they're like, ah, let's just kill him anyways. It's, it just boggles your mind. Yeah. That you could be so, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like somebody's like, um, uh, you know, like the guy that they're like, Oh, so he's he was blind, and then they're like, "Yeah, yeah, he was blind." Wasn't this guy blind from birth? And like, yeah, yeah, he's blind from birth. Everyone knows that he's blind from birth, and now he's healed. You say by this Jesus guy? Yeah, yeah. Everyone saw him be healed by Jesus. Okay, so he's definitely from God. But let's kill him. It's like, yeah, and he did it on the Sabbath, so we have to kill him now. So it's like, not allowed to do stuff like on the Sabbath. He's able to bring someone's yeah. sight. Well, it's just magic. Do you know anyone else that can do that magic? Yeah, yeah. Literally. What about the guy that was that was paralyzed? The guy that couldn't walk. Exactly. And all the other stories. It's yeah. like, did you guys <laughs> ever know anyone that could do that stuff? And it was just magic. It's like, no. No. And, and still you, in your stupidity, you're going to be like, man, let's kill him. It just boggles my mind. Yeah, it is. Are they it just, is just like, you know, it's because they had nothing but hate in their hearts is, yeah. is, is the thing. That's so why they were called the synagogue of Satan. Yeah. Satan is because they had nothing but hate. They're filled. Look at our world today. People are just filled with hate. Yeah, they are. Hate, hate, hate. Yeah, I hate this and I hate that. And it's like I love you, though. You know, I love mm-hmm. you because God loved me. Exactly. First. All right. So verse twenty-one. <laughs> We're twenty-one. <laughs> it is twenty-one too. Awesome. That's great. And going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James the son of Zebedee. 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 And John, his brother, in a ship with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them. And they immediately left their ship and their father and followed him. Because fishermen were often humble because they worked with the salt of the earth. And, you know, they were they were, they were, were down to earth. And they were, you know, they didn't have grandois goals or whatever. Like the people who were like Pharisees and Sadducees, Sadducees, they were like, you know, where's your grave? Full of pride, yeah. They're full of pride yeah. and arrogance and everything else. Yeah. So Jews couldn't work with them. And so he found people that were lowly of the world, but but highly in the heavenly things because they were humble. Right? Exactly. I also think that's one of the main reasons why he chose those those types of yeah. people. Because, yeah, like you said, yeah. they were humble by heart. And by no means could someone say, well, they're only this wise or able to do the things that they're doing. Like, look at the wisdom that's changing you. Yeah. You know, like you, you were not like some great scholar. <laughs> you were not, you were not somebody that could some, someone could point to and say, yeah, this guy is a great scholar. And he, like, before he became a Christian, mm. you know, he was like, you know, you were just a regular dude. I was just a regular you know? dude, man. You're just I still a am a regular dude. dude, but I'm just a little more learned but, in the word of God. And, and I'm more wise when it comes to understanding mm-hmm. who and what God is. And yeah what he created for us and why and all these things. I mean, all the things that are, I mean, there's still so much to learn, but yeah, I'm more wise in the word of God, but I'm still just a regular dude, but I do get where you're coming from and what you mean by that. Because before yeah. I was just like a, just a standard worldly person. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And so, but God has been able to take, you know, your normalness and turn it into his glory. Right. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, it's less like, like Paul was less of a conversion in a sense, if it wasn't for his campaign against Christians. Mm. Right. Like that kind of makes his conversion even more powerful because yeah, like he went from, he was learned. He was very smart. He was one of the, uh, I can't remember what sect of Judaism, but he's one of the highest taught sects of Judaism. Yeah. And they were very taught. And he was like training to become, as far as I know, like one of the, the, the temple, you know, um, one of the, Masters Sanhedrin, or one of the ruling, one of the ruling parties. Yeah. And that's why he was so fervent for it. Cause it was also, it was also, he had vain ambition. You know, he wanted yeah. to, he wanted to, to rise this. the ranks, rise to the, yeah, he wanted the to rise the corporate ladder in that day, but it was, mm. you know, in Judaism and, uh, he gave that all away for Christ, you know? And so it's like an amazing conversion. Yeah. Okay. 20, so, 21 plus two. And Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. Yeah. He's just going around, you get healed, you get healed. And nah, 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 nah. <laughs> just going around with Oprah giving out books. Yeah. Just, <laughs> everybody gets healing. Yeah. And, and while teaching the, like it says, like teaching, well, teaching the gospel the of the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Teaching about teaching himself. Teaching the truth, what he's the truth of God. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. All right. Next. And his fame. And his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatic, like crazy, mm. as far as I understand that, and those that had the palsy, and he healed them. He's like, no, no, I'm just going to heal you. Yeah, I'm just going to remove all these ailments from you. So yeah. they're gone. And there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee, from Decapolis, or Decapolis, and from Jerusalem, and from Judea, and from beyond the Jordan. So this is the beginning of Jesus's ministry. Yeah, he he heals. I mean, there's I think it's in Revelations, right, where it says that, if, or where does it say that? Where it says that Acts, maybe I don't remember where it is. I can never remember where I read something, but um, depends on what it says. Is. That if Jesus, if they were to write down all the things that Jesus did, there would be like not enough space on Earth to fill up all the books or whatever. Like he did so much. In so much detail for so many people, he did a lot, you know. Yeah, like I don't remember doing... where it is, but yeah, I do remember that there is a, a, a verse that says that it's like, Look, man, he did so much that we can't possibly, we can't possibly, um, what's it called? Write uh, it all down. Yeah, this There's is another word for it, but I can't find it. Yeah, My brain's like, No, 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 no. So, I mean, the point <laughs> is, is that Jesus did a lot while he yeah. was on, here in ministry, yeah, he did, and like it's easier to deny the Holocaust. Than it is to deny that Jesus was a man and was on earth and did the things that he said yeah. he did. And that the Bible says he did because of witnesses and because of evidence and everything. That's something that yeah. you can look up in our Discord because we have all the evidence there. Um, that's it for today's Bible study. Yes. Um, we appreciate everyone that's watching this as a video or as a podcast or came to watch it live. Uh, we just want to pray for you. And then we're going to end the podcast. Uh, yeah. Podcast. We're gonna end the. We're gonna end the uh, the, uh, the thing. Whatever the this broadcast. is. We have, we have the. <laughs> yeah, we have. We'll call it a podcast. It's yeah, it's, it's, yeah, a, we'll it's a it vodcast Bible study. Yeah, the vodcast Bible study. <laughs> you want to lead in prayer this time? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, we pray for all the people or the the people that have been in the stream today that have listened to us. We pray that you. Help them gain a deeper understanding of your word. We pray that you help lead them to you and lead them through the word. We pray that you bless them with assistance, help in any way in their in any way life or any way, shape, or form in their life. If they have anything that they're struggling with and they need someone to look to, they need someone to help guide them through their struggles. We pray that you will lead them to yourself through the Holy Spirit so they so that you may be able to heal them, or you may be able to uh, support them in any way that they in any in any way that they need in their lives. And yeah. we pray that those that need prayer, that they hear you, that you you will be there for them when we pray for them. Um, any any really any struggling Christians in the world, I want to pray for them as well, whether they're not in the live stream or not, it doesn't really matter. But people that are struggling with faith, people that are doubting their faith, possibly yeah. even some of those people that we've been. Uh, evangelizing to in our videos that you help yeah. strengthen their 
their dedication, strengthen their um, what's it called? Devotion, maybe. Devotion, yes. Just help them get closer to you and really understand who and what you are. Yeah. And how how you can lead them to eternal salvation. Really, that's really all we want to say. You know. So <laughs> in Jesus' name, yeah. we pray. Amen. Amen. Bring as many people home as possible in Jesus' yeah. name. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for being here. And we, we do this every second Sunday. If you need a schedule, there is a schedule in our Discord um, where you'll see the exact date and the time, which is in CST, 9 a.m. CST. And we do it for about an hour. So. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>